With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jawan Jennings at the end there telling you just how much it hurts. Man, he was a prospective MVP candidate at one point Mm -hmm. in that second half. uh, Because we all had that one on the card. Patrick Mahomes before that talking about the dynasty that is the Kansas City Chiefs, their third Super Bowl title in five years on a McColl Hardman touchdown in overtime thrown from Patrick Mahomes, who accounted for like 90% of Kansas City's offense uh, after halftime. The Kansas City Chiefs, underdogs in the postseason again, and they win again. 25-22, Super Bowl 58 is officially in the books. We welcome you in to BetQL Daily alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack, live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network, wherever you may be in the world this Monday morning on your Odyssey app. Take us with you, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and, of course, download it as a podcast later, anything you may have missed, and watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, and on YouTube as well. Jason Lockenfor, our Odyssey NFL insider, one hour from now for his weekly visit every Monday morning at 10 Eastern. We will, because it's never too early to start betting next year. Dive into that in the third and final hour of the show. Early looks at Super Bowl 59. Early looks at the 2024 NFL season. But we look back on Super Bowl 58. As I mentioned, Kansas City, the Dogs, they win again. On the money line, plus 110. If you had 47.5 on the total, you cleared the under just barely cleared the under as well. Patrick Mahomes at plus 135. The 14% of the tickets on him at BetMGM cashes for MVP. And all those field goal props that we joked around about late last week, a lot of them hit as well. This was a game that for the first three quarters, Joe, was, I guess, somewhat what we expected, right? Kind of sleepy, a bit of a slog on both sides of the ball for both offenses. San Francisco kind of dominant at times, especially at the line of scrimmage. And then everything happens in the fourth quarter in overtime, and we get another classic. For a half, I was worried that we were going to sit here and say, God, that Super Bowl sucked. And then it it just did. This is why I brought up last week about, you know, the first half versus the second half. And just sometimes it doesn't make any sense. Like you can look at a team in the regular season and what they do and what their trends seem to be. They score in the first half, don't in the second half. And a lot of people brought up that point about Kansas City, but Super Bowls are wonky. And, you know, we, we saw how the turnovers went and drives were stalled and then red zone turnovers. And I was texting you guys. I'm like, geez, we're going second half over, right? I mean, this is not going to continue. We're not going to keep getting these these uh, drives stalled in the red zone due to turnovers again and again and again. And then we saw uh, what ended up happening when you have Casey trailing. They're going to score points. And that's part of it. We got the extra session, which was interesting. Some intriguing decisions that I think Mm. a lot of us disagree with there. Um, To your point about the total, just because I did end up betting it late. It was like a late decision. I was leaning that way. And I wanted to bet the under. And 
just before the game, I could only find 147 so, and a half. Yeah, I, I, honest, uh, to, total yeah. admission here. I will fess up, guys. I didn't buy the total until really late either. I was talking to Paul about this right before we started the show, before you jumped on, Joe. And mm-hmm. so there was 46 and a half out there, and mm-hmm. there was... 47. There was super juiced 47 and a half if I wanted to buy it. Um, yep. So I said, nah, I'll just I'll, I'll take the 47. <laughs> End up pushing, obviously. But I mean, that's it, it didn't move, Aaron, for 13 and a half days. And then all of a sudden, in the last six hours before kickoff, the total moves and it moves just enough that if you waited to buy it, you didn't end up hitting the under. I did not bet the total, but all I really wanted was a good game and a bit of a back and forth. And I still felt like we got that. I was really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't, I know some people like my neighbors this morning outside. Oh, that was so boring. It could have been worse. Like overall, I woke up happy and thought we got a really good game. The second half in overtime was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't, the first half. Yeah. It. The, I'd say more so first quarter, quarter and a half. Yeah. Kind of stunk, but after that, it was awesome. Like mm-hmm. it, to the point about the total, it was clear cut. Oh, this is going way, way under. And then it was hanging in the balance, and it almost ended up going over. That's how much scoring that we got. But I mean, the big takeaway: it, it's not breaking news. Patrick Mahomes is inevitable. It just doesn't matter. And we can sit here and say, will he ever be an underdog again? Yeah, he will be, because we just saw it in three straight playoff games. No matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, the numbers are going to be the numbers in the power ranking for the regular season. The power rating for San Francisco was higher, so they ended up being the favorite. It was strange at game time. I saw one and a halfs. I saw two, two and a halfs. You don't see that in the Super Bowl with all the millions of dollars that are in that. Um, usually have one specific sharp number uh, sitting there. But guys, you know, everybody's going to talk about the three Super Bowls, three Super Bowl MVPs dynasty. All of that is fair. And that's probably the biggest story. But what is most impressive to me, a couple things. He's played six years. This was the age 28 season. Six years, six AFC title games. He's in the final four, lock it in every year of his career so far. Age 28. And I see some Patriots, oh, he's not Brady. Compare these stats. Compare those. Guys, doesn't matter. He's been in four Super Bowls. He's won three of them. When it's over, the numbers are going to be comparable. Look at the receivers that he had yesterday. Look at the guys that he was throwing touchdown passes to. Um, Super Bowl MVPs, he ties Montana. The only one with more is Brady with five. He might beat Brady with five Super Bowl MVPs. Underdog at three straight playoff games. It was unreal. And when they're trailing, I I should just automatically check the live line. We all know that we should at this point. But I think part of us, part of some of us, we wanted them not to win. Like, that's where we are. Are are they now the evil empire? It kind of feels that way, right? 
See, I'm not there, but I think I'm in the minority. I real, I yeah. still love Pat Mahomes. I did have a uh, icky uh, taste in my mouth when it came to the Patriots, but there's something about Pat Mahomes yeah. and this Chiefs team that does not rub me the wrong way. And obviously, I was already on them money line and on the spread. I bet it three ways. So I also was not thinking like, oh, let's hit it again and see what the live line is. But I don't feel annoyed by them yet. And I thought Pat Mahomes after the game brought up a good point. Like we have a young team. Like he didn't say this, but this was the year like the Niners needed to beat right. them. Like this was basically a down year for them. I think he's going to be better than Brady. Yeah. I mean, so that's the thing that, that's the thing is this was supposed to be the down year, right? I mean, look at where we had this team two months ago, you know, six weeks ago. I don't want. I want to say left for dead, but we all kind of looked at him like, oh, okay, yeah, the Chiefs are going to win the AFC West by default, and they'll get into the playoffs. But you know, they're going to have to go to Buffalo, or they're going to have to go to Baltimore. They did both of those things and handled them just just the way the Chiefs always do. And that's, I think, the key difference yep. here between this Chiefs dynasty and the Patriots dynasty of Belichick and Brady is Belichick and Brady. Whether you believe that they the 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 spy gate or deflate gate or any of that mattered or not, even if you believe they would have won championships anyway, there was a certain something about that that rubbed you the wrong way if you weren't a Patriots fan that made mm-hmm. you question, well, how much did it help them if it helped them at all? And that was always in the back of your mind when you when you talked about the Patriots dynasty. Hey. He's probably the greatest coach of all time. He's probably the greatest quarterback of all time. But there was that caveat, that asterisk that always hung out in the back of your brain and said, yeah, but what about what about the signals? What what about the footballs? We don't have that yet with the Chiefs. Um, may Travis Kelsey be a bit obnoxious on the sidelines sometimes? Sure. May Patrick Mahomes be a bit obnoxious mm-hmm. after a loss to the Bills at home in the regular season? Yeah, sure. They're going to be a bit obnoxious at times, but I think all of us sees in that level of obnoxiousness from the Chiefs that you get sometimes that it's basically born out of the uber competitiveness that you have to have to get to that level. It's not cool. It looks a little cringy, but we don't think they're <laughs> cheating, right? We don't we don't have that gnawing little asterisk in the back of our brains. Yet. Maybe something will come out someday. Who knows? But right now, the Chiefs dynasty is a whole lot more palatable, Joe, than the Patriots dynasty. They got the once-in-a-lifetime hit on the quarterback. They've paid the quarterback. When you pay the quarterback, that's when it's supposed to turn. That's when right. it gets difficult. That's when you lack depth as an organization. They're still winning Super Bowls. They're still in the heart of the dynasty. And so, like, People will bring up, okay, the cap hit's going to be higher than ever next year. It's going to be $58 million, which is 20 more than what it was this past season. Okay, fine. But they are such a smart organization. I look around and say, okay, which players can they not lose? Which players around Mahomes does everything change? And the, and the first one everybody's going to jump at is Kelsey. And look how he performed in the second half. He ends up going over the prop in the last play of the regular, regular uh, regulation. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. And, and I would point to the secondary. Like, that's the strength now. McDuffie, Sneed. Not so much Chris Jones. It used to be Chris Jones. Can they survive when he's probably gone next year? I think they can. I think they're going to be fine because yeah. look how he made that crap group of receivers work. 
outside of Rice. And that was another sticking point yesterday at a point in the Super Bowl. Like, oh, these Chiefs receivers, here we go again. Yeah. And at least, you know, Rice is a rookie too. They've got some young pieces and right. they are a smart organization. They can probably figure out ways to restructure things and make it work. Whereas I'd be a little more worried and I'm sure we'll get to it about the Niners future and all of these star players they've got to worry about paying. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing about the Chiefs is they rebuilt the defense on the fly, basically, right? Like you bring in Karloftis, mm -hmm two years ahead of knowing you're going to have to say goodbye to Jones. Most likely um, you yeah. talk about the secondary Joe, they've, they've staggered that very nicely. They've built things well on both sides of the ball. Really. They built the off, rebuilt the offensive line in the last couple of se off seasons as well. That's all worked for the chiefs. So in the third and final hour of the show, when we start to look ahead to super bowl 59 futures and 2024 NFL futures, there's a reason the chiefs are near the top of the list and Patrick Mahomes is near the top of the list. Um, that's before we hear from anybody from the Niners, which we'll we'll hear what some of them had to say after the game in just a couple of minutes. You brought it up, Joe. The decision to take the ball first in overtime. This is going to go down as another Kyle Shanahan <laughs> coaching debacle. I I, I understand. Yeah. Hey, it'd be cool if we had the ball third. Like, if we trade scores, that'd be great if we have the ball then in what is a sudden death situation. But here's the key, Kyle. You don't know if you're going to get there, man. I'd much rather have the ball second and know what I have to do to win. Yeah, if you don't know the rules because this is new to all of us, each team guaranteed to have the ball. If they both score... You know, if you have a quote, whatever, I, I don't know if they would even refer to it as a second overtime or how they would handle that. Um, but then it's sudden death. Then it's the old rules. Then both teams don't have to touch the ball. So apparently the reason that Shanna had said we will or they said San Francisco, we're going to take the ball first after winning that overtime coin toss was because then you have the advantage in sudden death. If it's both field goal, field goal, touchdown, touchdown, then, OK, next score wins. And you want that advantage. Right. And then thinking more about it, Chris, and I, I agree with you, because that was my first reaction. I, we all texted each other like, why are they right. taking the ball? What are you doing? You want to know what you need. Um, he played for sudden death. Did he not? It felt like he played for sudden death. And yes. then you take the field goal in the end after being more aggressive during regulation. Then he takes the field goal. It felt like it was never much of a chance. I'm like, you're giving it to Patrick Mahomes. You're telling Patrick Mahomes, touchdown, you win the Super Bowl. He's going down the field to score a touchdown, Aaron, and that's exactly what happened. Exactly. I was making the comparison to Survivor. Like, it's great to save the best teams for later in the season, but you have to get there first. And as yeah. soon as they made that decision, it was like, come on, Shani, this is Pat Mahomes. What are you doing? We all saw it coming. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, Shanahan seemed to understand the logic for why he did what he did. But mm -hmm. interestingly enough, there were players on the Niners' sideline who didn't even understand why they were doing what they were doing. You'll hear from some of them next. We continue to talk about what the future holds for Shanahan and the Niners as well. Jason Lock and Fora, top of the hour. It is BetQL Daily.